All right, let's. What were, we, what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, Flea we're from Rage Against the Machine. Well, the thing is, I was just about to say that um, the bass player is the only person whose name I don't know off the top of my head. Does I literally else... like know. I know his the name. I just can't remember. Brad it. Wilk and Brad Wilk. Just his birthday Stereotypical. The other day. Typical. <laughs> forget forget the bass player. I know. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't Tim find his Comerford bass player. Tim is his name. Oh, that doesn't sound real. Tim Comerford. Sure? Wait, that's that's Flea's real name? Yes, Flea's name is Tim Comerford. Tim Comerford. No, I don't think so. It's like, well, no, actually, Flea's I also name. don't know that. It's a lot of stuff I don't know. Flea. That's, that's what the internet's for. It's, it's, it's because I dropped out of college. That's oh, why I don't he, know this okay. stuff. Are you ready? Michael Peter Balzari. B-A-L-Z-A-R-Y. That's pretty cool. Not to be confused with Michael Ian Black. I would definitely confuse those. Definitely not. I confuse those guys all the time. I mean, I know, yeah. they're all they're all all the Stella guys. They're so interchangeable. Yeah, all, all, you know? my favorite uh, scenes from the state are the ones with Flea in them. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? just those people's in, people in the nineties. You know, they're basically interchangeable. Yeah, pretty all much. the rock stars. <laughs> you know, Billy Corgan, Flea. <laughs> I mean, um, it doesn't Ken- matter. Kennedy. All, yeah. Only 90s kids will remember. Um, so downtown, like all Julie the fucking, <laughs> all the Zoomers, they, uh, they don't need to know. I know. You know, <laughs> the Zoomers have never listened to Under the Bridge before. It's a shame. Do you think that's true? I don't think, I don't know about that. I don't that. know. I mean, it's hard to say like the Chili- Red Hot Chili Peppers were like the number one rock band like 10 years right, ago. Right. But I mean, maybe they're like cool. Like, like, you know, like, People, so people my age, I'm 37, <clears throat> grew up listening to the Chili Peppers. Right. And I like that, whatever. And I still could probably get down with like good like album and a half probably. Oh, I yeah, wouldn't true. like put it on very often. But I think that people that are like maybe five to 10 years younger than me don't like them at all. Yes. And so the Zoomers are in a place where they, they it might like just skip a generation the the chili yeah, the yeah, chili uh, pepper now. gene yeah the chili pepper gene skips a generation and they're now <laughs> that's kind of the, that's kind of true with everything like something comes out one generation the next generation thinks it's lame and then they just ignore it and then the the following generation rediscovers it and it's like oh yeah. this cool vintage thing so like they're gonna find freaky styly and it's gonna be like this is so crazy yeah. they have no reference point for it they don't yeah. know how it what it, it, it they don't compare and contrast it to the stuff at the time so it's yeah. just they take it for what it is mm-hmm. which is just a funky good time <laughs> i'm gonna take it a step down it's like i'm 31 and i feel like my age bracket is like the last chili peppers fans like i'm <laughs> i wouldn't say i'm hearts. a fan well it, it's like the peak californication you know, right, like right, you were right. in like true, six, sixth grade or seventh grade when that came out. Right. So it's like, you know, you're still like being fo- like your music taste. Most people is still being formed by like ra- radio. Yeah. So sure. you're like, oh, Californication, scar tissue. Like they kind of had some hit, like powerful hits in that era. Like I don't really give a shit about them. Like I like, you know, under the bridge, the beginning, everything until the chorus is awesome. Hmm. Like the beginning of that song is fucking sick. <laughs> but the I don't ever want to feel yeah. like once you hit that, I'm fucking over. I'm kind of with like, you with that. The video was the, cool too. He's like running on the beach with his shirt off, and he's got those big old titties. Just oh like, yeah, oh yeah, just mm-hmm. flopping in yeah. the in the breeze, just slow mowing. Like <laughs> what a shot. My thing I mean. is like Anthony Kiedis has done so much fucked up shit. How does he still have a pass? You know what I mean? All of them. I hear he like. Yeah, but him especially, like, I've heard, like, like 
he texts like young girls and shit it's like it's like things that other people are getting canceled for today Mm. but he's anthony kiedis so everyone's like can't get him can't stop (laughs) (laughs) undefeatable yeah i don't know maybe maybe it's just um maybe it's right around the bend or maybe you need to be the one to start the uh the kiedis call out yeah but it it's like, are they even that relevant anymore? I don't think anyone's going to give a fuck. They're all in know? their four, mid-40s now. Know, man. Oh, they like, have to be I in their 50s. 50s, yeah. They've got to be in their they're, 50s. They're old, yeah. I mean, now that John Frusciante's back in the band, you know, maybe they'll get relevant again, and then I can no. plan my, well, my okay. Anthony Kiedis call-out. They're not <laughs> relevant to people who, like, I guess, f- really follow music at all. But But if you go, if I go to the gas station right now down the street yeah. and ask someone about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, like they're going to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and sure. If the, oh, and, yeah. And, and if they play in town, you know, like thousands of people will show up, you know, hundred like, percent. So, so I guess it's like, what is relevancy in that? Yeah. There's like know, a, there's like a class of band like Pearl Jam or like, I don't know, like other bands that like everyone knows them, but like, there's also like you know who they are, but the fandom. They haven't heard the last two albums or whatever. Like yeah. no one's keeping up with the new releases, but yeah. like they want to go and hear fucking uh, give it away now, <laughs> right? And so I mean they'll, I mean whatever. I saw them in concert in like I don't know 2000, uh, Jesus like two or one or something. I saw them yeah. in us uh, in Snoop Dogg. Damn! Um, oh my god, that's it was a pretty kind of sick. <laughs> it was a pretty good show. Snoop Dogg, he just had like three dudes on a couch. And they just rolled blunts the entire time. They didn't, no mics, no nothing. They just rolled blunts and then they just pass it up. And then somebody would like grab it off from them and hand it to Snoop. And then Snoop would like smoke, smoke the blunt and you so know, rap. And um, the blunt assembly line. That was 2002. Yeah. So it was before was, Snoop Lion. Yes. But it, but interestingly, um, it was during the period where he claimed that he was going to quit smoking weed. Um, because he like came out publicly and said he was going to stop smoking weed, and then like at the concert he was just smoking a shitload of weed. So <laughs> He's like, I don't know, I don't know what's up with that. Speaking of which, Blazer it's addiction, brother. man. It, it's addiction. Couldn't <laughs> wanted to stop, but he couldn't stop. I'm not smoking a bowl as I say that, but. <laughs> dude. Four twenty, man. Yeah, I gotta see some to you, Jeff. So <laughs> earlier you said that Zoomers don't listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, right. Only last week when I was volunteering at the maternity ward, the local maternity ward, I was walking around in the place where they have all the babies after they get born, like with the capsules, and they were all singing under the bridge. (laughs) Every last one of them. These were newborn infants. They had already known the lyrics. See, they've got the chili pepper gene. Exactly. It's like when you when you when you know your younger sibling is born a redhead and no one else is a redhead. It like skips a generation. Yeah. That's they they have that that, uh it's my story. The red asterisk is stuck on the chromosome. (laughs) You know. Um but yeah, so I feel like we've talked about the red hot chili peppers, but we haven't introduced our guest yet. So just so everyone listening we got the priorities straight. (laughs) It's another ongoing issue that we're we're working on but uh thanks for tuning in to the episode uh you wouldn't download a podcast today we have with a special guest andy gibbs of the band thou welcome andy hi thank you for having me (laughs) sick so yeah i mean red hot chili peppers anthony kiedis you know i i feel like i don't know if it's fake or real but y'all know like brianna haunted toilet yeah she Mm -hmm. She uh she works for Know Your Meme um 
she for a long time would post like screenshots of her texting Anthony Kiedis on her Instagram. And it was, <laughs> I don't believe it. It was pretty wild. <sighs> I I never asked her confirmation if it was true or not. I feel like we DM'd about it when it was in her stories. So what but, were the, what was the nature of the of the conversation? It, it was very like uh very like the vibe of two people talking that just exchange phone numbers on Twitter or on Tinder Mm -hmm. on Tinder, Mm. like getting out of the Tinder purgatory and change exchanging numbers. Very like Mm. flirty, but you don't really know what's going on. Like maybe leave, leave the contact open, like very Mm. open ended. So you're saying that Anthony Kiedis has a Tinder profile. <laughs> he might as well. Maybe I mean, so. I just want to know imagine, so I can get some tips from him. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine he's, he's on Raya. Tips. Yeah. He's, Raya? he's probably on Raya as well. Yeah. I can imagine. Wait, what is that? Is that a new app? Is. No, Raya. I mean, it's been around. So my goal in like 2018, before I uh, got a got a relationship, was uh, to get on Raya, which is like the like exclusive Tinder for celebrities invited. Oh, oh, I see. And you know, you get invited and like you, you get like a invite code from someone, but you still have to apply. They like look at your profile and make sure you're like hot enough or have enough followers or rich enough, you know? <laughs> I wonder wow. what the you, like, threshold is there. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like people would say like you had to have like 10 K followers. Yeah and like show your face and stuff Mm. and someone gave me a code and i got like deferred which is like you're on like a waiting list but that i looked it up and that means you're just like denied and it's their nice way of telling you you're denied they never hit you up again Um, why do you think you got deferred well in 2018 when i was trying to do it i probably just had like 10k followers and i used this this girl's code who i am I'm still skeptical it was a real code. So I feel like I could have waited and like definitely got a code from someone I trusted. Was it like A, B, C, D, E, F, G? (laughs) No, it was some, no, I don't remember. I don't remember. This was like years ago. I was like working at the Johnson's and I just kept Mm. posting in my story, like who can get me into Riot? You know? 800815. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. The classic. But, uh, I used to like that bar. Uh, I went there a number of times. Oh, um, the was there a bar? Oh, the Johnson's. Uh, the Johnson's. I thought you meant eight zero zero. Just getting real abstract five? names now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I used. I used to like the Johnsons too. Um, I mean, I don't know. Is it? Is it? I don't even. I'm saying I used to because I just assume it's not there because nothing ever stays anywhere anymore. No, no, I mean you're probably talking about the original one in like the Lower East Side. Yeah, Welcome to the on, Johnsons on Rivington. Yeah. On Rivington, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, I worked at the Sister Bar in Bushwick, so oh, okay. I can't say very good things about them in good faith. <laughs> af- having okay. worked for them for three years, it's okay. I just I would go there when we played at ABC No Rio, and I would I would go uh, get drunk before we played. So that's I don't. Dude, th- it wasn't like an exceptional IP. experience. <laughs> no, it was cheap. You know, two dollar yeah. PBRs. PBRs, like the cheap spot. Classic. I yeah. mean, in that neighborhood, the, you know, it's like. Yeah, where else would you it's go? It's the dive, the dive bar of New York. Like it's like you know, OG. It's been around. Um, yeah, I just uh, they, you know, there's a lot of like behind the scenes sketchiness with the owners and like paying people and 
you know, fucking people over. I'm this shocked. And that. I can't believe it. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> Right? Isn't it crazy? Wouldn't you want to work a nine-hour shift for forty dollars? <laughs> oh God, Jeff, I have a question for you. Are you on McDonald's Wi-Fi right now? Are you on the? Are you at the McDonald's in Greenpoint on Mi- Metropolitan Ave? Dude, I wish blink, that blink would be twice so much yes. better. That would be so much better. I'm uh, I'm hooked up to the neighbor's Wi-Fi because. Oh my God! I was um. <laughs> Well, as you, as you know, as you know, yeah. I moved recently, so we uh-huh. had we had Wi-Fi, Verizon, Fire <laughs> set to come, and when they texted about, they were like texting confirmations. Uh, my partner was busy doing other things and was replying, mm. and te- accidentally test they they had asked if anyone in the house was sick, and she accidentally te- texted yes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so they canceled the oh, first. Shit. <laughs> They, wow. they canceled the first round and then we rescheduled for the soonest date, which was September 4th. And then they show up on September 4th and we're like, Oh, where's like, can we look at the back of the building? Like it's this way. Right. And then we'll have to like <laughs> from the street all the way up the side of the building and then drill a hole. And then if you guys want to have it in another room, we can like go through the walls and put a bunch of wiring. And we're just like, uh, what? Like you guys just said you would come in and like put the box in. <laughs> So we canceled that. And now I think, I think we're going to be stuck with spectrum. uh, Cause it's the only embarrassing. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) you know, time Warner. It's the only uh, cable box in here, but we're still like investigating it. So that's why, you know, I was supposed to, we were supposed to have Wi-Fi like a month ago. So it's been, Mm. it's been a, an epic ride that I'm, ready to be done with wi-fi uh, saga part seven (laughs) (laughs) it's not the only it's you know it's pretty much the last piece um thursday i'm having best buy people come and like mount the sound bar for the Mm. tv Mm -hmm. and then that's the last step that and the wi-fi and finish unpacking but yeah it's been a it's been a very stressful month as far as like moving and like taking care of other stuff i'm still waiting for security deposit back like there's mm. a lot of uh m- moving pieces that's difficult as they say so so that's you know that's that's my excuse about mm-hmm. the wi-fi no excuses it was a long <laughs> should never have excuses you know? but an excuse nonetheless it, you know <laughs> it's okay you, did, had, you didn't have to make to up that story context. it's okay yeah. You could have just said you're at the, the McDonald's. Dude, I don't care if you're at the Jeff, McDonald's. We, we like, know you love the McDonald's like, in Greenpoint. You don't I'm have to vegan, lie. but like I still, you know, I don't hate on people who eat at the places that like are within their means. So it's know. like, you know, I'm it's ve- okay. I'm vegan too, so I go there just for the coffee. <laughs> yeah, so I'm right. like McDonald's, McDonald's <laughs> coffee, one dollar. Oh yeah, yeah, they got a Chemex back there. Yeah. That should Mc, slap. They use the McChemex. Yeah. <laughs> the McChemex. <laughs> don't give them any ideas. Yo. They're gonna start rolling that out. Yeah. God Imagine you go to McDonald's and like, yeah, I'll get the pour over coffee. And they're like, <laughs> sure. And they pour out the fucking McKimex. Can I get the Kenya, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys have you, you guys have oat milk, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They right. have like the little the little cups, like the little plastic things. <laughs> yeah. Like serving, yeah. But it's oatly. Yeah, it's oatly. Oatly's canceled. We can't do oatly oh, anymore. That so, brings us so. to our first sponsor. Uh, you wouldn't download a podcast this week is sponsored by Oatly. Are you tired of almond milk? Are you tired of coconut milk? Are you tired of cashew milk? 
Are rice you sick and fucking tired of rice milk? Yeah. Are you oh absolutely God. pissed off at soy milk? Well, try Oatly. It's an oat <laughs> beverage. It's vegan it's an oat and it tastes pretty good. It's nice and thick. It's they put pretty some... good. That's it. <laughs> it's pretty this is the copy they that gave us. It's crazy. They're yeah. not paying you enough, man. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. good. It's got it's got some binders in it, so it doesn't get all like you know you fuzzy or whatever gum. inside yeah. of your coffee. Air, it's good. For the yes. listeners out there, I'm holding up the original Oatly strawberry uh, frozen ice cream. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's very good. They didn't. They didn't pay me for that one. But you know what I'm buying with this fucking check is more Oatly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's gonna be exciting. Addicted. On on the subject of thou, I was in. So I I went to school in uh, Gainesville, Florida. Oh yeah, your classic classic place. And I remember my friend Matt was uh, visiting from Orlando. We used to go to Arrow's Aim, which is that one uh, yeah. like record my friend, store. My friend Daniel owns that store. Oh yeah, Daniel. Uh, I, Daniel, yeah. I love Daniel. Great, great he's guy. Great, oh, I yeah. think he's he doesn't work there anymore. I don't think, no, he, he, he moved, moved. Yeah, he moved yeah. to uh, I think North Carolina. I think yeah. so. And then, North and Carolina then seems to be like the vibe. Uh, <laughs> Sadly, I saw everyone's him. moving to North Carolina. <laughs> I saw him at a show in I think Philadelphia at one point. I I feel like it was at um what's it called the one that was a batting cage. But I don't remember what it was. Mm. There's this venue in Philadelphia that was a batting cage. Doesn't matter. But we were inside of Arizam and Daniel was playing whatever the newest vow like thou record was at the time. And I'd never heard of you guys before. I feel like it was just like in 2014 or 15. Mm. But I remember like me and my friend Matt and me were like, what is that? Can we buy it right now? It was like <laughs> our complete and total reaction right then and there. Like it I'm was surprised because just... he doesn't even really like us that much. <laughs> yeah, he was playing it a lot though. He was playing it a lot. Well, Maybe he was he just oh, released what? it and he needed to clear some inventory. But well, you know what? He did. He released the first collaboration we did with The Body. And so maybe he was just trying to move some copies, you know. Maybe so. Yeah, was that Curious. a final 2014. It was. That it actually did. Right. It actually did come out in like 2014. So. 2014. Or yeah. something. Maybe 15. But yeah, that sounds right. Like that that yeah. was the one that had. Um, is that the one that had the uh, Nine Inch Nails cover on it? No, that was the second one. The first one that was had the, second one. the first one had a Vic Chestnut cover. Yes, um, and dude, Vic Chestnut's so good. R.I.P. Yeah, dude, R.I.P. to a real one. Terry Gross interview. The fresh he did an interview on Fresh Air, which is just like one of the most just raw, insane interviews I've ever heard. Like it's it's heartbreaking. Like it's Dude, just, his life was fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. Very um, hard. So it actually felt a little I don't know, 
It was. I thought it was a good idea for a cover. Yeah, I, th- I think that was the body's idea, but it did feel just a little. I knew. I knew there'd be people that would think it was pretty blasphemous. I guess mm-hmm. just because you know his his music is really singular and he has this like incredible backstory and all that. Uh, yeah, but nobody covers him. I mean, it's fucking sick. Like fans are like, "Yes, sick, finally!" Like a cool band covering. Well, not to mention, I think the the overlap between Vic Chestnut fans and people that like our band is probably like a fairly small number. So, I mean, like you know, they probably were just intrigued that we did it, and uh, not really concerned with the quality. Um, and it exposes you know, him. You know, it, like yeah, yeah. It, it shows your fans like a cool like history that they might not be familiar with. Yeah, maybe. I mean, in a, like a best case scenario, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the actual, the, it's funny, uh, speaking of that, the, the Nine Inch Nails cover was something that was like uh, extremely uh, divisive. <laughs> and really? we got a lot of flack for it. Yeah, there was some really bad, I can't remember what the really bad reviews, we, our, our singer Brian, he like, he has a whole archive full of like bad reviews and people talking shit on us somewhere. <laughs> Like in, yeah. a, in a text file somewhere, mm-hmm. um, and I, th- I want to say that was in there, but um, yeah, I mean, you can see it if you go to like the fucking YouTube, go to like anything we've ever covered, go to the YouTube video and just scroll down half, like, like for two <laughs> seconds, and it's just full of people like, "This is crap," and like, oh, "I can't believe they did this," and like, <laughs> and a, and then a lot of people who are like, "I just don't understand how you could he- listen to someone who who just screams like that," like. <laughs> This isn't real metal. Like I want to listen to you know whatever um, uh, Mastodon or whatever uh, or, or, you know. I don't know. Dude, but speaking of covers, like four days ago, whatever you guys put out the uh, <laughs> for that comp that the bad religion that cover, bad religion kerosene. Yo, it's so good. I listened Thank to it you. earlier today. Thank you. So I, I, I mm-hmm. had to be forced to do that. It was not forced, but like <laughs> I really don't like bad. Like I actively dislike bad religion, and I didn't grow up on mm-hmm. any of that kind of like epitaph or or any of that like pop punk of the era. Like mm-hmm. hated all of it when it came out. I heard Op Ivy when I was like I don't know in like 1993, and I was like, this is garbage <laughs> uh, <laughs> rightfully so uh, honestly you made the right verdict early i, I guess but it, it did it did mean that like i didn't really get into punk music until like way later because of that uh-huh. but um but anyway the the it was brian's idea to do the bad religion cover and i was like you know what i give brian a lot of shit you know i shoot down a lot of his ideas i'm just gonna like let's do something that'll just make him happy and like he'll do it and then he got his partner emily to um to record a cover of her doing it on piano, just her singing and piano. And he kind of had this like general idea and he sent it to me and I just, I just did all my shit here in my living room. So I didn't even have to go to the studio or whatever. So it, it like was fairly easy, but um, definitely wouldn't have been my choice. Your pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be a cool exercise though. Do something that's completely out of your, uh, you know, yeah, what you would normally do. There's there's something to be said about that, um, and now I have maybe like a good year or so where 
I can just tell Brian, you know, hey, I went with, I did your thing. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yeah, you can, you have leverage. Yeah. It, it's like, um, it, it's, a, it's a relationship compromise. You know, you do that so you have leverage later when yes. you want something your way. I am, I, I basically have, uh, because of my band, I have like five people who I basically am in a long term relationship with. Right. Right. And, oh, uh, yeah. and it's full of that kind of fun and interesting. <laughs> challenges Dude, you gotta know you gotta know like in what situations you have the upper hand and which, in which situations you should let it go you know it's like a, like a great man once said you gotta know when to hold them and know when to fold them <laughs> all i gotta Dude. say about that dude i love country music that's all i have to say about that i actually do too and brian and i were talking so we've had this not really idea for a band, but just a band name that we've always thought would be funny. Cause you know how like there's, you got Hank Williams and then you got, you know, mm-hmm. Hank Jr., Hank the second, Hank the third. We thought it'd be really funny to just skip over the fourth and go straight to Hank, Hank the fifth. Mm-hmm. And so we always wanted to start a country <laughs> cover band called Hank the fifth. Wow. And, and so I think our plan is, well, I don't know if, I don't know if this can still happen. Our plan was to record a cover of Shania Twain's Any Man of Mine uh, for it, for, um, we were going to try to do it for like record store day or something and put it on a seven inch and just like not mm-hmm. say we were in the band and just put it out as Hank five. Um, I think he was trying to get us to do it with a split. He was going to do with uh lingua nota or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I don't know if that'll actually happen, but, um, but I thought it'd be a fun idea. Cause I, I grew up, for a period there, like listening to a lot of country music. And I actually still really like a lot of nineties and late eighties country. Mm-hmm. And Brian listens to modern country, like not ironically, like loves modern Damn. country. And like when we're on tour, he has this Spotify playlist. That's like 2000 modern country songs. Holy like, fuck. like, like Keith Urban and shit. And it's just mm-hmm. like, that's just what we listen to on tour whenever he drives. And it's, it's it's fun, but it's you know I bring I bring these nice big ear uh, noise canceling <laughs> headphones so, <laughs> so I can listen listen to my techno. I like the idea of like going with the Hanks, but then you're like Hank Wood Jr. and then like all the Hank Wood and the Hammerheads like fans oh, are like, what go. the fuck is this? <laughs> like, oh, Hank Wood's doing a country thing. Very sick. Oh, like, that's all, a good idea. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Hank Wood and the Hammerheads. Firing shots at Hank Wood. Yeah. This is a this is a anti Hank Wood podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if I should even say it on the podcast because we're from New York, but I just can't stand Hank Wood and the Hammerheads. I've I, seen them like live a couple of times and just like ah, turn it off. I don't have an opinion, oh, and I, I'm, I'm not sure that I've even listened to them. I guess yeah, I've, I'm, I'm sure I've been somewhere where they've been on, but I know people that have liked them. And based on my friends who have liked them, I would guess that I would not like them. Um, <laughs> not that they have bad taste, I'm, just, you know, different. I liked them for a while. Like, seeing them live was fun, like, especially in New York, because they're like, you know, everyone goes fucking crazy because yeah, they're like yeah. a New York band. My friend that but likes them a lot, lives. he lives in New York. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it's like, you know, it's like cultural. Like, I've seen them. I saw them at like Acheron before, like, anchored in close that side and like you know i've seen them a bunch of times they're fun but i also like have made memes making fun of them and making fun of people that listen to them so that's just the game though man that's just the game that's you, know? you got you got to make just memes yeah, you, you knew it would, you knew that those memes would hit <laughs> yeah you can tell jeff's taste based on how many memes making fun of someone 
uh it, it, it is so like like the I more mean, it just means i like it i know it's like sure. you, you well but mo- a lot of people don't realize that so you make like a, a daniel johnston meme or like a elliot smith meme making fun of them and they're like bro like what the fuck you can't can't fucking say that how dare you and you're like no i literally like love these guys that's, that's why i'm making it, memes that's about funny it. You picked like two of my most controversial meme. Topics. I know, like, I know, because I remember you. You've told us people getting so pissed at you when you make memes about them. I could see that, especially those two. Like those are those are two artists that the people that really really like them are just insanely protective of them, and, yeah. um, and they're like very special. And especially now that both of them are dead, it's like I know. It's, I mean, it's uh, yeah. I'm shocked that both of those memes didn't get reported and taken down. Like the mm. Daniel Johnston one was like right after he died. And it was obviously like a loving memorial for me. It's just sure. like what it's well, going to be. You, when you get to a certain point uh, of like people following you, the number of people who like just are not willing or just are too stupid to get context that just that number just grows and grows and grows yeah, sure. as you get more people that you don't know sure. you. so i mean sure. it's to be expected i mean it was controversial i did have like the casper the friendly ghost flying into the twin towers but the twin towers were the <laughs> hi how are you all because <laughs> he because di- it was like announced on 9-11 that he died oh, and, wow, like, I didn't realize my that. friend was like yeah, my friend was like, "Wow, 9/11. I'll never forget this day, the day Daniel Johnston died." Oh my <laughs> and god. And I like overlaid that over it. But it was like, you know, it was a loving, it was, you know, that really it was a weird. tribute. That really sets the fact that he died on 9/11 really sets you up in a good position for a meme because the right now on Twitter at least it's like what's going around is those people being like everyone remembers where they were on this day and it's some like date that like like the last one I saw was for um when Princess Diana died. Yeah. And there's and obviously mm-hmm. it was like a UK person making the tweet, but all these people started making fun of it being like, What the fuck date are you talking about? Like I don't even know. <laughs> but now you can you can make one that's like everyone remembers where they were on this day, it'll be like nine eleven. Except you can turn it around and you can be talking about Daniel Johnston. And, of and course, yeah, you're and, that, and you and you could subvert the edge, the edge miss, um, uh, you know, legacy or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I mean, you think about it. You release a Daniel Johnston meme on nine eleven. People are already expecting nine eleven memes. <laughs> That's In right. That case, right. Ten twenty thousand people, whatever, died. <laughs> In the case of Daniel Johnston, one person died. Yeah, I feel like you kind of got the moral high ground. <laughs> well, yeah, technically, technically, he had some schizophrenic personality disorder, so yes. maybe a couple people died. You know, maybe. <laughs> oh, you know. There's now. There's the controversial angle. Jesus Christ. Who's to say? Damn. We're workshopping here. Nine Eleven's coming up. You know, you, Jeff. You have to yeah. queue up your your Nine Eleven meme. It's on I was, Friday. So, I want. I could I feel that we were going to incorporate Nine Eleven into this. I just. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling it was going to happen somehow. I mean, it, it's in the air. It's it's the it's the week. Oh, it's so. Oh, it is the fucking week in 9-11. It, it, it wasn't the, the plan. It is It is the week. Because I, I was, I you was know, thinking about that. We're pretty safe from 9-11 too right we now. We can never no forget, you know? How could we ever forget? So I we're good. It's impossible to. I can, well, I, I was going to... I'd repost it, but I'm like afraid of pushing the shadow ban situation because mm. I think I've just come out of a year and a half shadow ban situation. Yeah. So I'm, I think I'm, I'm just nervous. come out of a four year shadow ban situation. <laughs> Sounds I'm like you're like in a prison. 37 year long shadow ban. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really it's like, yeah. You're gonna Yeah. It's going to be like, uh, you're going to be like, Instagram will be shut down in like 20 years and you're still be like, Oh, I'm coming off a 23 year shadow ban. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm actually, I shouldn't have posted the chipmunks getting head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been shadow banned in real life by my haters, so I could talk oh, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> but honestly, that just makes hear... me stronger because I do a lot of shadow work and working on my like, you know, my the darker parts of myself. <laughs> shadow so boxing. Actually you got the Fiona Apple shirt on. Fiona Apple. Yeah, see, we can really. We're threading the needle I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear more about the in real life shadow banning. Like, do you just like talk to someone? <laughs> no, it's and like, only like one of four people hear you. It's like that Black Mirror episode where um, everyone just sees you oh. as like a um, like an outline with some like static and right. Yeah. When when they block you. <laughs> yeah, when they block you. Yeah, that was a good one, dude. That was a good one. I yeah. watched that one like two weeks ago. It was I, know sick, I know actually. it's cool to hate on Black Mirror. But Black Mirror is good. I like Black Mirror. I never watched it. Some, I never watched I've only it. seen maybe there's a couple of stinkers, but otherwise, oh, yeah, it's pretty definitely. entertaining. It's I don't a little, know why people have to it can go be so a little, deep on it. It can be a little ham fisted, but like, yeah, it's I don't know. It's entertaining. The thing is, is the episodes that hit that are good are really fucking good. And the episodes that are bad are really bad. And you're like, man, that was like an hour and 20 minutes. That's and true. that sucked. But that's but, why you know, that, it's that, like, that first season was so good because it only had like mm-hmm. three episodes per season or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And so like those first three episodes that came out were just like all just golden so. Where the guy has to fuck the pig, <laughs> the first one. So the has, yeah, the president, our prime minister, prime minister has to fuck the pig, and then the the and then the one with the uh, exercise bikes where they earn the the, the social capital mm-hmm. points yes. or whatever, and then yeah, that all that know, was great. It's like a, an American Idol vibe, and they like yeah. sell you into like sex yeah. slavery. Yeah, my dad's like a big Twilight Zone slash horror fan. I remember it was like, oh, this is like first season of Black Mirror. I'm like, hey, you got to check out Black Mirror. You're gonna love it. I get a message from my dad like a night. He's like, hey, man, uh, I got I have a question for you. Like, is every episode going to be like this first one? Because this dude is like, has to fuck a pig. And <laughs> no, I'm no, like, that's <laughs> the thing. The first episode, there's a terrible choice to lead off with that episode. Yeah. They should have let off oh. with the second episode. Because like, it really sure. says, it, it, the, none of the episodes are like that. And everyone's like, I'm not watching this crap. And like, it became the show where the guy has to fuck the pig. Like, that's how yeah. everyone... Well, <laughs> Also, pretty early on is that episode where, like, um, the kid is getting, like, blackmailed because he was, like, jerking off to child oh my porn. God. Oh, that one's so that's yeah, terrible. that's kind of like it, too. That one is so That's terrible. an insane episode. Yeah, that is... Yeah, wow. I, I just recently rewatched that one, and, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tough watch. I love the... I love the social media one, but I feel like, like, that with one's the a girl that has to get yeah. the ratings... Well, when they get to the part where she's, like, in the van with the, uh the lady that has like a point four and doesn't give a fuck, then it, it takes like a turn where it, it's like, dude, you guys could have made it so good. And yeah, it yeah. just like drops from there. I'm like, this was had potential to be one of my favorite episodes. And you guys dropped the ball. And like you blew it 35 minutes into it. I'm like, Oh man, it was so good. Now I got to watch the rest of this fucking bullshit. Yeah, no, you're, you're right about that. I haven't watched and then I was Yeah. I haven't watched the movie. I think is the only thing I haven't watched the bandersnatch yeah i haven't watched that but um i I, like the last season the last season with the video game and the two guys that where the dude's like just kiss me man like that that one (laughs) i like that one that one rules my problem with the bandersnatch one is we watched it's like choose your own adventure but like some of the things it's like you end suddenly like you die or something and then it just takes you back like three questions and it like forces you to go a certain way anyway so it's like dude right. what's the point of this shit if you guys don't have like multiple endings yeah it was a cool idea but i feel like just the nature of 
streaming. There are multiple endings. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. No, because it forces you to go back if you fuck up, and then you can only get to one conclusion. I found tons of different endings Uh-oh. when I was playing it. In the, I don't know. I only I watched it once. Deep though. I mean, I was like, <laughs> I would like lose, and then I would like skip through and like get to the end again. And then when I saw a new scene, I'd pause and I'd watch it. But I think I found like six branches or some shit like that. He used mm. a tool. It was a tool assisted run. Yeah. Bandersnatch speed runners. Yeah. We're going to be exploiting a Bandersnatch glitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's been patched out of the new version of Bandersnatch. Yeah. Well, we, what we have to do, Andy, since you haven't watched it, we have to do like a live Twitch where we all watch it together. <laughs> Okay, and we yeah. bring Thou fans, and you wouldn't download a podcast fans, and then they can help us select oh, the right, story. Right. They do the the um yeah the, the Twitch the vote yeah the vote Twitch yeah, plays yeah, Bandersnatch. Yeah. Oh, Twitch fuck. plays Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch yeah. speedrun world record two minutes and forty two seconds. Okay. Wow. <laughs> God. Is that like specifically I, when you like you get to like the best ending or something? I have no idea what the parameters are. It's so are. cool. Mm. It's so cool how there's no new ideas and everything's just already been yeah, done. I, I love know. that shit. So just kind of rules. That's why we all just retreat into nostalgia or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. That's why nostalgia is so big is because everyone's like, well, shit. Someone else Bro, has these ideas are already everything. exist. Why do we need new ones? Just keep yeah, doing this those shit. Those old ones were tight. All I'm ready for there. ideas, too. I've heard there's a lot of new stuff. Is in, that on PS5? The, in the yeah, pipe. The yeah, it's going to be update. coming up for PS5. Nice. Yeah, yeah, PS5, I think. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. That's how, that's how I feel about, like, with music, just like... It's so hard to do an original idea, yeah. and then you mm-hmm. and then you do hear someone finally do an original idea, and you're like, "Damn, I could never have thought of that. I'm just gonna not even try." <laughs> well, it's it's like For it's sure. different headspaces of like creativity because like I I make music intermittently, like just mm-hmm. for myself, and a lot of the time I'm as a I'm, treat. I'm in as a treat. <laughs> As a lot of the time, I'm making music because I heard something and I want to try out that idea. And yeah. like that's like one way of too. thinking about like being creative, but it's hard sometimes for me to like detach myself from trying to sound like something else or trying to do this that or or like maybe I'll tr- I'll think of an idea and I'll be like wait a minute this is that this is just from that one song that was stuck in my head yeah. and I completely I do forgot shit all the time yeah constantly. and so there's nothing wrong with that like all music kind of has references and stuff like that you can't completely yeah, isolate but everyone yourself, ideally but wants to have yeah yeah you want to have like your fresh. signature thing or like you you want to you want to be like uh you know doing doing your own your own thing so yeah it's it's hard it, that's yeah. why i think that like it's important to like the likelihood of you coming up with like an idea or a concept or something that's truly original is going to be so minimal and so it's just a minute chance so like it's important to me to like build up like a, not maybe a style or um, a set of aesthetics or something like that to where you can take maybe an idea that's inspired you or something like that. And you just kind of run it through the filter. Yeah, exactly. Shit. And then, it, yeah. and then it comes out mm-hmm. the other side sounding like yep. something that's different than what it started as. Exactly. The, the problem is just finding that filter. That's like, interesting. And yeah. Yeah. Not definitely. derivative, which is like my, well, my, my life struggle. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
that's what I love about Dow, though. Honestly, like you guys have done so much stuff that sounds so different. Like you've played with so many different sounds, but it still sounds like Dow. And I think that that's awesome. That's funny to me that you say that because to me, like it all literally does sound the same. <laughs> and so, like, and like, cause, cause the way I'm obviously when you listen to something that you make, like the way you listen to mm-hmm. it is like it's impossible to divorce it from the context it was made in. And you're listening for all sorts of things and you're, it takes a long time before you can hear anything you make like in any sort of objective sense. So to, to, to me, I'm just like, damn, that still, still sounds too much like this thing. Like that. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. Or now like having been in this band for like, she's uh, like 16 years now. It's like, I don't know. It's like, what do I <laughs> just keep, keep doing stuff that sounds like the thing you've been doing. Like it's hard to, it's hard to like, break out of the conventions that you've made for yourself after you make music in a certain style for so long. You mm-hmm. know? I feel like you've also been able to skirt that by doing a lot of collaborations and like, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. It, it I would, that it's fun. It's really challenging though, to like mm. work alongside people who's cause like we're really weird and the way we do things is really stupid and bringing people into our process can be hard because they're just like, why do y'all do it like this? Why yeah. are y'all like this? Uh, <laughs> I thought you guys were professionals. Uh, <laughs> I think that's, whatever works, you know, I mean, whatever yeah. your process, I mean, yeah, it's just, it can be jarring. I think like, like when we just did this record with Emma Ruth Rundle, it was like, she came in and she's like a workaholic and you know, her art is her life. And she came into, she came down here to play with us for the first time. And it was just like, we were, we all kind of realized like, oh shit, like, oh crap. We kind of have to like, we got to kind of like step this up. Like yeah. she's, she's like the, <laughs> she's like the real deal. Like with the body, it was like hanging out with Chip and Lee. It's like, we're just like kicking it, playing some riffs, talking, bitching them and talking about movies. Like yeah. it was, it was a very chill vibe. But when Emma came to town and she was like ready to really, you know, bunk, hunker down and like work on it is it was like, damn, like we can't, we can't be scrubs like we usually are. <laughs> yeah. That, that um, motivating factor can be good. I mean, the, yes. sing, the, like the song that's come out for that collaboration so far is fucking awesome. Thank like, you. Like it's really good. There'll be another one in like, I don't know, like 10 days or something. There's another one. Uh, yes. 12, Hell yeah. 12 days. I don't nice. Know. Like yeah, that. let's uh let's get that that plug in. You got the album's <laughs> coming out October. Yeah, yeah October sure. On, somewhere, somewhere, on, uh, it's somewhere on my bones. phone. <laughs> yeah, Sacred Bones. I don't actually, I don't remember the release date. The Sacred Bones. It was supposed yeah. to come out this summer, um, mm-hmm. but then everything's pushed. You know, everything got pushed, and they their whole release schedule got thrown off. And they mm-hmm. have all these things they need to put out before us because things were finished before our record and mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that stuff. And there's just like getting all of that done. There's just a million moving parts with this whole thing. Like there's seven of us. So, you know, all the mixes had to like meet everyone's, excuse me, approval. And then once that's done, like the artwork has to, everyone has to approve of that. And then we have to bring in like sacred bones who has their own like big team of people. Mm -hmm. And then like Emma, Mm -hmm. Emma mean having Emma involved means Sergeant house is involved. And so we need, you know, Kathy has to come in and like approve and like, or say like, you know, I think this is a good idea or whatever. Here's how I want to be credited, all this stuff. Like it was just a zillion different moving parts to like Mm -hmm. even get it done. And then the pandemic happened. So it's like, so it's like, (laughs) so I don't know. I'm just happy that it's coming out this year. I didn't, 
I wasn't sure how that was going to go. And we yeah, had to sure. like, can, we had to cancel a bunch of tour stuff we were going to do. Like we were in the middle of booking a tour whenever. Um, yeah. You guys tour a lot. Happened. So we were supposed to tour with Emma, um, after this record came out and we're and we had started booking it already and had started already looking into like European dates and stuff. And then Val on our own, we were supposed to go to New Zealand and Tasmania in mm. June and um, I was supposed to go to the Roadburn Festival in the Netherlands in April to play with this band Cloud Rat. And um, there's just like a million things that ended up just getting canceled. Mm. I haven't played with my band or even played my guitar loudly since I'm looking at my calendar right now since uh, March 12th. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Are you guys, are you guys all in the same place? Like the same city? No. So there's um, four of us that are in new Orleans and then we have one person in Nashville and then we have another person who was living in Nashville and now is in upstate New York for, for like the rest, for most of the rest of the year. Um, so it's like, yeah. And our drummer is in Nashville. So it's like without him, it's, it's really hard to like get, yeah, much, yeah. get much done. So I don't you know. You should start sending him pictures of drum machines and be like, <laughs> <laughs> Your replacement. I, I would, but I mean, like, I, I'm decent at programming drums, but I think I would probably fall short. He's like a crazy technical. His For other sure. his his other band, Yaucha, is like they're like oh, um, yeah. they're kind of like mashuga ish, really aggressive metal and hardcore, very very technical. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually super fun just to like watch yeah, him play. Rules. Yeah, super fun just to like watch him play drums with that mm-hmm. band. Actually, yeah, nice. I lived with like a uh, like a hardcore band in Florida in like 2011 to like 2014, you know, and they were like golden era of Florida hardcore, right there. I mean, <laughs> are coming, you coming, <laughs> coming off coming off the tail end of it at least? Are you like familiar with Direct Effect? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know if I know that band. But I remember, they like, si- I remember, all, I remember to, all the bands around that time, though. Like, um, so you remember like Gross and False Punk? Yeah, sure. False Punk, baby. <laughs> so <laughs> that that was uh, the drummer of Direct Effect. I lived with Direct Effect. They signed to like Jade Tree right before they broke up. But then the drummer <laughs> Christian went on to do Gross and False Punk, and he, I think he recorded some Yaucha stuff. He was like really tight with Yaucha. Oh, cool. Yeah. And yeah. like Axis and all those bands. I uh, I loved I loved like Florida hardcore like 2007 to like 2012 or so is like the really the like some of my favorite stuff that ever came out of punk like um mm-hmm. uh, like Neon Blood is a band I really love and um Divisions and and Merkit and all these other like there's just I don't know there's like a good period of just like really interesting sounding stuff during the mysterious guy era <laughs> so to speak oh yeah i only uh i only bring up the whole false punk and gross thing because the uh the drummer who i was you know friends with i lived with and went to high school with he's just on a crazy path nowadays nice. <laughs> and I, I was wondering Wait, if you knew is him. that the one with the the like the almost QAnon stuff Oh yeah, the QAnon. no fucking way yeah man oh wow. he's like a it's he's all like coming a, full circle Christian truther, gl- like globalist, uh, conspiracy, all kinds of really deep Christian videos. And it's, uh, it's something, mm. but we yeah, should, I was, 
<laughs> we should get uh, Corey from False Park on the podcast and, and talk just specifically about the drummer. Oh, and Cody? also get, Co- get Cody. Yeah, Cody, yeah. Get, and get Cody to fight them. I mean, I don't think any of those dudes are friends with him anymore. I know, like, Jesse Feynman, who was the singer at Gross, doesn't really. I don't think. I think he's kind of like not in. Like, he would come on the podcast, but we'd have to talk about God a lot. Damn. I can do no, that. No problem. Yeah, it's get, one. get me back yeah, on. I'll, I'll talk about it all day. Let's do it. Let's have a God pod soon. God, God pod. pod. We could call. We'll call him in for the Patreon exclusive. We should change <laughs> the name of this podcast to our pod. Our God is an awesome pod. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. If, it's, if it's not taken, it might be taken. Yeah, it might be. Probably yeah, is by like 10 be. different Christian podcasts. I was, I was also okay. just thinking about the filter thing and like making something that's someone else's idea. And, and yesterday, I think, or the day before, I downloaded a damn it MIDI file and I was messing around with the instruments in Ableton. <laughs> and I was talking to my partner afterward and they were like, you know what I was listening to? It sounded really good, but it sounded like you were ripping something off. And I just wanted to come in and tell you, "Hey, that sounds really good, but it sounds like you're ripping something off." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's a damn it, video file." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the pops off. That's the next wave, exclusive. And well, and that's tying in. That's tying in not quite QAnon, but that's tying in conspiracy theory stuff. If True. you want to get into the Blink One Eighty Two lore. You know, mm-hmm. oh yeah. There, I heard the next Elder Scrolls is just going to be based off Blink One Eighty Two world. <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah, it's going to be dude. in the Blink One Eighty Two universe. Let's go! Damn, yeah. He's got his hands in everything. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm excited for it, person. <laughs> Andy, you used to. I don't know if you've done this recently, but I think like last year, or the year before, I used to see you like post some solo stuff on your story. Yeah. That I absolutely loved. It was like super industrial techno stuff. Are you still working on any of that? Yeah, I still I just still do that stuff. I um I actually put out a well, I didn't put out I know, uh, my friend's label in Austin put out a tape for me that was just like sort of raw minimal techno stuff. All right, not even mm-hmm. really that minimal. Um but yeah, I do a lot of stuff in that vein still. And I also do like um like I make a lot of different electronic stuff. I do like I've col- collaborated with a few people doing electronic stuff and I do like scoring work um, and like all that kind of stuff, which is like a good way to, well, keep myself busy and also kind of step away from guitar world Mm -hmm. for a minute Mm -hmm. and like kind of get inspiration elsewhere or whatever. Um, I know like the, uh, the side projects called like supplicate, but do you do like all that? Like all of the the side project stuff under that, like the, yeah. the film stuff. No, well, not the film stuff. The film stuff I try to just use by name in the hopes that someone will uh, hire me. Hire you as a composer, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but use just your LinkedIn URL as the <laughs> artist. Yeah, that's yeah. There and you all go. my LinkedIn posts are like, uh, you know, my five year old says uh, came up to me today and said, "Dad." Uh, why is it that most composers uh, don't use as many MIDI instruments and they're more sample based these days? <laughs> um, for yeah, I don't I don't know if y'all follow um, what's what's the account? I think it's Best of LinkedIn. Oh and, God, uh, yes. they, they, have, they have a they have a hashtag called Made Up Kid Monday. And, oh yeah, uh, and, and, and every every Monday they post a post like that from uh from like some tech CEOs like my five year old's like you know dad why are your quarterly earnings down this month and he's like well well son and you know like are something about like making his kid like 
he makes his kid mow the lawn and then uh, ends up not paying him and tells him, you know, this is how it is your first five years. You lose money on your, (laughs) on your business, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. Made up kid. I love that. That's so good. (laughs) So so I followed that immediately. Instagram. (laughs) It's pretty, it's so real though. It's so true. It's how life really is. You know, you it can't argue how, with any of it. <laughs> it is how the tech world really is, I guess. Um, I guess so. I, if, enough, if enough people believe it, it has to be true. Hey, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Good point. I, yeah. I saw like a, a wild one at one point that we read on the podcast. That's when we were waking up at like 5 a.m. when like oh, yeah. his, his wife and kids were asleep and he, he like booted up his six monitors <laughs> but had like the perfect view of like the mountains in the distance. And he was like, this is the life. And he's like, I opened up Excel immediately or something like that. I wish I could find it, but it was it was so good. I remember because I used to run that venture capitalist account, but I kind of stopped doing it. But that was like the content I was looking for for a while. Oh, right. So just yeah, go on yeah. LinkedIn and it was just bonkers. It's there's a absolutely oh my God. bonkers. There's a similar um, Twitter account. It's not quite as good, but there's a Twitter account um, that's called like VCs con- congratulated or patting themselves on the back or something like that. And it just, <laughs> and it just takes tweets by like, tech dudes and and screenshots them and share you know just like all those other accounts that like screenshot like reddit accounts and all that stuff um like a similar thing but for but for vc vc garbage people yeah <laughs> vc is congratulating themselves yeah i think i think that's what it is it's yeah, not quite okay. as good as it's not quite as good as uh best of linkedin but you know i'm so excited <laughs> for made up kid monday <laughs> yeah, I, think I know i might have a week. calendar <laughs> yeah <laughs> I shall remind her in one day. Yeah, that's what. Yes, to, I set an alarm on my phone. So yeah, <laughs> every every Monday at seven a.m. So you can start refreshing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hold my tongue. I'm uh, interviewing with a VC right now, so I have no comment on oh, this. Nice. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> that's great. It's, it's under it's under wraps, so it's it's a uh, top secret. I feel but, like I feel like it was in the last episode. Was it not? Yeah, maybe. No, we should just start, maybe. You should talk know. about it, but we bleep the name a whole bunch. <laughs> we don't have to. I'm just uh, kidding. Maybe after the second interview, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm waiting. Right. For sure. For <laughs> but sure. it's uh, pretty soon I'll have absolutely no comment. This is a partial no comment. Yeah. But uh, you're gonna nice. sign fingers, yeah, you're, fingers yeah. crossed. You're at a right now. You're at a neither can confirm nor deny. Exactly. Um, but but you're about to have well, the, to move to like not even like pleading the fifth or whatever. Yeah. They're gonna have a car the posted problem, out of your apartment. <laughs> the problem is is uh, the the problem is is I've been consuming this type of content nonstop in preparation for the interview. Mm. So it's all mm. I'm thinking about and trying so hard not to not to comment on my perspective. And that's all. Your, that's all I can say on the record. <laughs> is your brain melted? Have you started thinking about like company culture and like synergy. hiring initiatives? I'm, synergy. I'm just. I'm just trying to get my my side like hustles in done, order. Framework. Circling back, touching I'm circling back. Yeah, I'm trying days. to pinging. I'm just. I'm trying to get my side hustles in order and bring bring as much value as I can. Value, yeah. To any given situation. Right. I'm to trying to put in the I'm thinking long term, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, I started thinking about how my body is actually um my shareholder. And like I gotta <laughs> make sure I'm providing value to the shareholders at all times. Because if that's not, like that guy, like, like that guy that um that literally did that experiment where he he sold off his free he like basically 
rationed out his free will to with shareholders. The Pepsi logo head, right? Uh, no, 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 not not with the body. <laughs> like he would, he had subscribers essentially, and they were. I think he called them shareholders. And he made it to. I think this was like a This American Life episode, or maybe it was Reply All, one of those. Um, and before making any life decisions, his actions had to be approved by the board. So if he wanted oh to get a God. girlfriend, he'd have to like get the approval of the board and stuff. And it turned into this like year long experiment that he had, um, which, you know, you, you see that and you're like, wow, that's fucking incredible. Like, wow. And then you're like, wow, what kind of person would, would, would make that their life? I don't know. That's really, <laughs> I had a lot of fun last night. Um, I, I'd really love to go on a second date, but I need to get approval from the board. That's essentially, <laughs> essentially, yes, that's what happened. And she knew what the deal was. Uh, Damn. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, it is it is pretty insane. But it's it's funny because y'all were y'all were talking in the um you know the jargon. And so my job when when I do work, now that I'm not working, I guess it's moot, but um usually I do audiovisual work for um like corporate conferences and stuff that come to town. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if um some god awful multinational comes to town like Boeing or something. I, I run sound for their shareholders meetings and stuff like that. Right. Um, as a free yeah. as a freelancer, and so I'm basically I'm just seeing PowerPoint presentations with that exact lingo, <clears throat> just every single time, and they're literally all just like slideshows of like influencers and being like, and and then like statements that that are like uh, drive X passion equals success, and uh, <laughs> and all the stuff is just talking about how it's important to have a social media presence, you know, and everyone's just yeah, like, oh, Yeah, but oh, they make yeah. it, they make it oh, so yeah. abstract. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's all I've been consuming. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sick, honestly. Cause like, <laughs> I'm just like, you guys like social media. You guys think that it's good and it, it, I can get money. I, you can give money for me for social media and I do it anyway for right. nothing <laughs> cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly you know yeah but how much yeah yeah how much <laughs> yeah it's just yeah i want to start making like a troll linkedin account where i post like the social media pills photo and i'm like this is deep <laughs> oh yeah you should yeah you should like do like it, thousands yeah. of re- i want to get like a like get a bunch of buy a bunch of stock photos of some dude in like a suit <laughs> and just like use it as my like profile photos. Yeah. And just go through it. I feel like that's an untapped network because nobody, everyone's so, it's not even that people are sincere on that social network because they aren't sincere, but it's like the posturing is like at a level that just, I mean, it exists on Instagram, but in a different way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but on LinkedIn, it's just like, it's everyone has it's the answer. Blockers. Everyone has the key. And every yeah, single yeah. post is like an inspirational, uh, like anecdote on how, that you can apply to your own life to be successful. It's like everyone's giving right. a TED talk, basically. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All the, all the posts on there. Jacob, when you mm. do that, list list like a hundred job like listings for your company and make them mm. all in, make them all interns. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so right. you get people that yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I only want people who believe in the company. They're like the company <laughs> yes. is growing. It's growing at an exponential rate. We're looking to fill a hundred positions. <laughs> For sure, we want the we want the positions before we even have the business model because I believe that people are opportunity. I believe I believe in human investment. So I'm going to get my team of a hundred employees first, 
then mm-hmm. we're going to build a business model off of that <laughs> then human. Sure. It's then we're going to decide the positions after yeah, we have we'll, 100 yeah. people. Right, yeah. 100, 100 employees. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. Everyone everyone jumps up into applause. Yeah. It's called reverse engineering and it's the only way to start a business. Yeah, you know, um, another guy reverse engineered um, a little something. His name was Thomas Jefferson and he created mm, the United States of America. That so. is such a good yeah. point. <laughs> Damn. All right. <laughs> base boost that clip. Set a marker and audition it. <laughs> I'll base boost it. <laughs> I'll, I, uh, I'll, uh, so, I'll make a slowed plus reverb remix of that. That's the new thing. Oh, slowed pr- yeah. plus reverb. Yes, for it's sure. It's the new Nightcore. and reverb. It's the new wow. like Good. lo-fi hip-hop beats thing. Everyone's Damn. doing slowed plus reverb remixes. Now that they got that Max for Live fucking Convolution Reverb Pro, like people are going bananas. <laughs> <laughs> that shit rules. It's nasty good. Yeah. Simulated places off the... They have Notre Dame both post and pre-fire. <laughs> <laughs> were, people, were people trying to sneak into the burned down Notre Dame with the starter pistol to get a convolution <laughs> reverb sample? <laughs> yeah, for sure. That would be sick. Dude, I, that would be so funny. You just have a starter pistol and you're just trying to find the most obscene places to get a convolution <laughs> reverb uh, impulse. You're like, oh, I'm going down to my local police station to see what the uh, the lobby of the police station sounds like. I like the idea of like going on, like going through a metal detector with a starter pistol and they're like, uh, excuse me. And you're like, listen, it's just a starter pistol. I have my Zoom H6. I'm getting, I'm, I'm just getting response. impulses, dude. That's it, baby. Don't this worry. Is this is one of those situations, and maybe I'll have these whenever you're listening to stuff or whatever, where if someone was to hear you laughing and be like, dude, what are you laughing at? And you're like, God, please don't make me explain what I'm laughing at. <laughs> <laughs> Always. I yeah. hate it. Here's, it's here's like, a Linda tutorial on uh, convolution <laughs> reverb. Uh, get back to me after you watch this. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're just like, how much time do you have? Yeah. There's a lot of context building up to uh, you actually thinking that this is funny in any <laughs> any way. It's the only way we can laugh now is is with with deep, deep context and, right. and references. Yeah. Exactly. It's the only thing we have left. No more um no more Three Stooges esque physical comedy. Mm-mm. Well, until until shit time is a flat circle, Andy. You know, it's coming back. Wow. It'll come back. That I should put that on my I'm watching, a, a LinkedIn uh, post. I'm watching <laughs> LinkedIn post. Dude, yes. I'm watching uh, you know, all day fail army and that's pretty pretty stooges-esque i think it's, that's true. it's coming back sure. in a big way yeah that's you know, you know you're right boots. the three stooges were kind of like the original fail guys you know that's, mm-hmm. that's see okay sure. there you go the new, the new video game fail guys it's a take mm. take on fall guys but it's the three stooges you actually can't but there's win. epic fail your your, your yeah. character just goes in a circle the entire time yeah <laughs> first. and oh, they're man. all jewish they're all, all Jewish, you know what I mean? Wow. Speaking okay, of uh, LinkedIn, I uh, I went to college for computer science and mathematics. So everybody that I knew in college that I was friends with are like brain dead now. Like they all post on LinkedIn, like yeah, just Damn. like insane shit, and it's not even like a joke. No, like, it's just like they're just like they're like I'm I'm so excited that like 
Microsoft installed this electric collar on me. I'm like very, very <laughs> you stoked. Know, that's funny. I thought that same thing before I made my first million, but I feel like after you make your first million, you really start to understand that's why that thing. stuff is. You just got to hit that mind. million. Once yeah. you hit that mill, your entire mindset changes. Yeah, millionaire yeah, but mindset. Then you have to grind harder. It's like, you know, you have to work to the next place. Listen, you can't just fucking. You, it, it's the rise and grind mindset. on one. I, I grind so hard, I have bruxism, honestly, and like mad TMJ. So. <laughs> I mean, I can tell that all of y'all, like, n- none of y'all want to be the richest person by $1 yeah. million, dollars, you know? No. You want to you wanna be the richest person by, you know, $28 million. So exactly. For that's sure. something you yeah, kind of sure. need to keep in mind. Sometimes, sometimes when, I, when I rise and grind, I rise yeah. so hard that I, I get a concussion. Yeah. 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 And, and my, doctor, my doctor has told me you're doing it right. Yeah. That's because it clears sure. your head. You'd, yeah. And it, people will try to good dissuade you. You know, if, yeah. But getting a concussion actually, it makes your brain stronger. Yes. It swells it. And it allows you to grind even harder. I would say that my amnesia is like a blessing because it, mm. um, <laughs> That way, I'm not fixated on all my failures and my haters who try yeah. to bring me down pesky all those years. Memories. You're you're only yeah. in the now. That's that's some real Ram Dass sure. shit. Yeah. You, you know, it, amnesia <laughs> is the most um, present state you can possibly have. Absolutely, for sure, yeah. Yeah. for yeah. sure, devoid of context. The thing is, is like there's so many Christians in America, and if all these Christians could just see that Jesus only rose one day and I fucking do it 365 <laughs> days a year. Yeah, That's sure. the fucking problem. And That's he true. took like, three he, days to even do it. He was just days, fucking dude. sitting there in the yeah, tomb. Dude. Who knows what he was and doing? I'm, some serious lag. I'm on four hours because I, I do the I do the, the like four hours sleep and then 30 minute naps throughout the day. Power nap mode. <laughs> it sounds like and, he just uh, really wasn't getting enough. He wasn't getting enough protein. I think if we could have had him on a Soylent sure. regime, you know, a regimen, I think I, I think he could have really made some progress there. And honestly, you can tell I, you can tell by how much he was bleeding from his hands. It's like that's dude, you're low, you're low on zinc and protein, dude. You need low more on zinc for sure. You need though, some yeah. more soylent, dude. Yeah, one of the yeah. well, one, actually one Bloody of the biggest ass. mistranslations of the King James version is the parable about um, uh, the fish and bread was actually yeah. about soylent. That's and true. Yeah. They sure. didn't. They the, the Greek the, the they didn't have the term for soylent in Greek, so they kind of botched that translation. So mm-hmm. an entire uh, several hundred generations of of uh, devoted Christians don't know the true story of how Jesus That's gave true, soylent yeah. samples to everyone and it, it <laughs> cured their hunger. The problem was is like Jesus had the soylent, but Judas kept swapping out the liquid with oatly. <laughs> And it's like, you don't get all your shit from fucking Oatly, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, the you macros are not right. <laughs> he was still hungry. That's why he's so emaciated on the cross. I know. You can see the fucking ribs and shit. Uh-huh. Because he Gross, wasn't getting dude. all the nutrients. <laughs> fucking weak. He wasn't getting the soil and nutrients. Yeah. yeah. I mean, That's fucking serious data. Yeah, if you absolutely. Ask me. But Jesus was a fucking cuck, dude, for real. <laughs> Like, For sure. Dude, like, come he, on, dude. Judas was the alpha. You know no what I mean? shit. And Pontius Pilate, man. Like, come on. He's like probably not that much older than Jesus if we think about the life For expectancy. Sure. Yeah. And he's already like overseeing this like vast, um, like these vast legions of soldiers and stuff, you know? Yeah. And it's For like sure. Jesus, meanwhile, just like old crucified ass hanging out with the poor people. Like, bro, not, literally. That's not the, that's not the success mindset, you know? I know. No, if Jesus had had that rise and grind mindset, 
the Christianity be would, would be fire. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. We honestly, let's get Pontius Pilate. Like if I had a time machine, <laughs> let's get him on the pod. I want to yeah, get him on the sure. pod. <laughs> Girls with a time machine. And then it's like me with a time machine. And it's like, I'm giving Pontius Pilate uh, a t-shirt that says grind so hard. I need a night guard. It's <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, just yeah. like, that's great. Bro. Like, imagine honestly. how fucking fire Pontius Pilate's Instagram would be. His presence would be very stacked. He's just oh like my him, and, him and Bar- uh, Barabbas before he like you know lets him go. He's like just like get, doing a selfie with him. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's 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 like the modern equivalent of just I don't know like the DN like someone from the DNC just like giving a poor person five dollars or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so sick. <laughs> Yo, so I feel like this has been great. It's mm-hmm. been great having you on, Andy. It's been a We've blast. We've reached the, I know we did a, a, a mini plug for the new EP, but let's uh, give way for any plugs. If you want to plug your tape, if you want to plug anything else. Sure, yeah. Uh, the tape uh, is on this label called Somatic out of Austin. They're very easy to find on Bandcamp. Uh, name, name of my project is Supplicate, and I just put out a tape, like, I guess that was, I don't know, a month or two ago. <clears throat> and then, yeah, the Emma Ruth Rundle thing will come out. In October, new single will drop in like 10 to 15 days, somewhere in there. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. I don't think I have anything else to plug. I'm just I'm just some just some guy. If you got parents, <laughs> send them the new thou and be like, hey, you guys like the Black Keys? This is like harder. And they'll yeah. be like, yo, this is sick. This is the Black Keys too. That's yeah. that's true. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> for sure. We're that really was the trying, original name, yeah. but it was, <laughs> you couldn't get away with too. it. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're really trying to get that like like the the older older sect of Gen X Gen X yeah. person, yes. you know, that like thinks that um, whatever um, Black Keys are cool and what's that other band? <laughs> uh, Arctic Monkeys, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. You need to get a co-headlining tour booked up for t- 2021 with uh, My Morning Jacket. Oh my god, dude! I wish sure. if they were doing only things off of um, It Still Moves, I'd probably go for that. Not yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty good record. I like Hell the, uh, the one I, Tennessee, that was okay too. Tennessee Fire one is pretty good. Okay. Pretty sure. The, I saw My Morning Jacket with Wilco and fucking what's his name Bob whatever from fucking Grateful Dead. Oh like, my god, with Bob Weir. Bob it was Lee. such a vibe that like, it sounds like a smoke huge weed vibe, at the time, lie. but I felt high. Like so, it was insane. I saw them too. I have an even more embarrassing, embarrassing time that I saw them. Uh, Did you see the same the same lineup for the same tour? No. When I saw them, I I worked so I had a job one summer for a few weeks working security at Bonnaroo, uh, okay. which was a great fucking gig. But my morning jacket played that year, and I went yeah. I went and saw them. And it, they were touring on It Still Moves, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I was tripping and watching them, and it started raining a little bit. And it was super fun. Uh, yeah, I saw <laughs> I saw them, and I, Radiohead played that year, and um, oh, shit. a few other people. It was tight. I got paid and slept Hell in the yeah. air conditioned tent. It's it mad great. sick. I would do it. I got to uh, I got to direct uh, tour buses in the backstage area, so mm. I was like, I I got to direct uh, Tom Petty's bus as he came in. Hell yeah. And, uh, and, and Beck's Heartbreaking bus. Heartbreaking King. Know, I kind of really just played an important role in their growth as artists, I feel. I mean, if they if I hadn't been there, I don't know. Maybe they, they would have never been able to yeah. get out of their, their buses. 
That's true. Tom Petty yeah. would have had a. I feel like no one would know about Tom Petty if it wasn't for that. That's pretty <laughs> much true. Bonnaroo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that and running down a dream, his two greatest accomplishments. Yeah, yep. for sure. I uh, I just like a personal plug as someone who's been like a a pretty long time Thou fan. If you have not listened to Thou, I feel like you should take some time right after this podcast. Go on. Make sure it's a Friday. We're going to release it on Friday. We're going to coincide this with a Bandcamp Friday. <laughs> yes. And then you have to buy the album. Yeah. And 9-11. It's a triple yes. threat day. <laughs> oh, God. shit. You have, to, you have to pay at least half of your bank balance for the album. Just pay $9.11. Right away. Just use any loose change you might have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I yes. Also, like a small throwback. I when you guys played it best, I think it was like best. I don't know. I think it was 2015 and 2014. That sounds when right. I saw at, you guys at, um, with the Melvins and um, yes, it was yeah. at the Woolly. The Woolly, yeah, yeah. I I had broken my nose that night, um, but I still was like, we got to go see Val. But I had to like not go in the pit because I was like, my nose is already broken and swollen three times the size of a normal nose. Um, Grinch like yeah <laughs> and I remember um, like me and my friend were like we're actually kind of scared right now <laughs> the best vibe of the entire thing like Brian's stage presence at the time I was just like yeah I mean I feel like he could jump off the stage on any point and just kill us all and it, we'd be fine with it like it would be totally cool part of the show uh, that was yeah, that was, was a great show. show I actually ended up very very briefly in the pit for the first time in many years because when the Melvins played <clears throat> they covered yes. they covered uh Wipers Youth of America and I, I and I lost my shit. But you know, <laughs> but now fuck the Melvins, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, That's right. Anti anti shout out to the Melvins. If you listen to the Melvins, <laughs> we'd like to shout in the Melvins. Redirect all in, that yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shout in the Melvins. Forget yeah. about them. Hit your head well, against a wall out, until man. you forget about the Melvins. Yeah. <laughs> But no, thanks oh, for coming on, man. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. This for, is thank y'all for having me. It was a, so yeah, it was, it was a romp. And everybody, a required everybody romp. look forward to the uh, the Thou You Wouldn't Download a Podcast Twitch stream of Netflix's oh, yeah, Black, uh, Mirror Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Yeah, speed, yeah. Run. Speed, speed run. Speed run. run. Yeah. We will we're break the world yeah. record on a stream. It does not matter how long it takes. We will be streaming yeah. indefinitely <laughs> until we break the world record. Yeah, any percent. I feel like... We could probably. I I want to see what the parameters are because we could probably like open multiple Chrome windows and just like start it. <laughs> yeah, what's, and then what are the, the audio? What are the rules? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to see what's going on there, but I, I'd like to definitely try that for games done quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe yeah. games. Maybe games done quick will have. Maybe they'll need a musical guest or something, and they, we can yeah, play play exactly. the after party or something. You know, there you go. I don't think I my love band, that my bandmates won't go for that, but that's yeah, okay. Solo show. <laughs> if it's, it's just you though, you could you could just rock the the Ableton push and kill it. I'm just gonna do yeah, just the nightcore <laughs> remixes of all of our songs. Yes. And, um, <laughs> all right. Stay <laughs> so tuned sick. for that, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks, all right. everybody. Yeah, Bye. Thanks, folks. Yeah. See you.
Yeah, yeah.